our first episode, we explore the essence of cultural journalism. Cultural journalism is a specialized branch of journalism that covers and analyzes various aspects of culture. It involves reporting, analyzing, and critiquing cultural events, works, and trends, providing your audience with a deeper understanding and appreciation of our rich cultural heritage, wherever that may be. I've responded to you as if you are a cultural journalist. In the words of Lex Friedman, we need more citizen journalists, and this series will tap into your journalistic potential, I promise. Let me outline the format of this show. Each episode has 21 sections, all less than a minute long, separated by a Japanese temple bell known for producing a deep, reverberating tone considered serene and sacred. The reason for such short, condensed nuggets of inspiration is that they are intended to function as sprints of inspiration, coupled with opportunities for reflection. Is the value of this podcast and the information I'm about to share or the spaces in between the serenity that moves you? You decide. Cultural journalism, the inescapable dance of subjectivity and objectivity, few genres provoke as much intellectual curiosity and ideological controversy as cultural journalism, nestled between the jagged cliffs of subjectivity and the rigid bastions of objectivity. Cultural journalism is a testament to the intricate interplay between the journalist's perception and the perceived cultural landscape. I shall delve into the multifaceted nature of cultural journalism challenging conventional wisdom and unearthing the complexities beneath the surface. Am I an enthusiast? Maybe. Am I an essentialist? Perhaps. However, identity has nothing to do with understanding the wisdom we can derive from knowing something's existence. Plato famously postulated that our mental worlds are constituted of and from a combined memory and imagination. The essence of cultural journalism is a combination of truth-seeking journalists and a shared belief system that serves humanity in the form of culture. If you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment. If you listen to a podcast and you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or Samsung podcasts, make a mental note to visit planksip.org and look around and see if you can find us on YouTube. For embarking on a comprehensive exploration, it is crucial to dismantle the prevailing assumption that cultural journalism can be neatly divided into subjective and objective realms. This false dichotomy stifles our understanding of the subject and hinders our ability to appreciate the nuances inherent in the craft. At its core, cultural journalism is an inseparable amalgamation of objective observation and subjective interpretation. The best cultural journalists understand they are both observers and participants, seeking to provide an informed and nuanced perspective on the cultural phenomena they encounter. The subjective-objective dichotomy in philosophy can be traced back to several influential thinkers throughout history. 
While it is challenging to attribute the sole credit to a single individual, Rene Descartes and Immanuel Kant are often categorized for their contributions to this distinction. Rene Descartes, a French philosopher from the 17th century, is known for his methodological doubt and his famous statement, cogito ergo sum, I think, therefore I am. Descartes sought to establish a foundation of knowledge by doubting everything he could, ultimately arriving at certainty of his own existence as a thinking being. From this starting point, Descartes distinguished between the subjective realm of the mind or consciousness in the objective realm of matter and extended reality. Immanuel Kant, an 18th century German philosopher, extended upon Descartes' idea and provided a more comprehensive framework for understanding the subjective-objective distinction. Kant proposed that the mind actively shapes and structures our experiences, imposing its own concepts and categories onto the sense's raw data. He argued that while we can never know things as they are in themselves, the noumenal realm, we can only perceive and understand them through the categories of our subjective faculties, the phenomenal realm. This introduced the notion of the subjective nature of human perception and knowledge. It is worth noting that the subjective-objective dichotomy has been developed and discussed by numerous philosophers before and after Descartes and Kant. However, these two figures are often highlighted for their significant contribution to the understanding and exploration of this philosophical distinction. Before we continue, I want to share something extraordinary with all of you. A publishing company that caught my attention and captured my heart. Have you ever dreamt of becoming an author? Imagine holding your book filled with ideas and creativity. That dream is closer than you think. Thanks to something or other publishing or, as we like to call them, soup. Soup is not just an ordinary publishing company. They have revolutionized the traditional publishing model, putting the power back into the hands of the authors. As a fellow writer and podcaster, I couldn't help but be drawn to their author-driven approach. Soup understands that authors have incredible stories to share that deserve to be heard. They believe in nurturing and supporting authors every step of the way, from the initial idea to the final publication. With their unique voting system, readers like you and me get a say in which books get published. Let me tell you, this is a game changer. Soup empowers authors by allowing them to build passionate readership even before their book hits the shelf. Authors can engage with readers, receive valuable feedback, and refine their works perfectly through their website and community platform. But it's not just about the authors, it's about the readers too. With Soup, readers become an integral part of the publishing process. Your voice matters and your vote matters. Participating allows you to discover new, exciting stories that may never have seen the light of day without your support. Now, I know what you're thinking. This sounds amazing, but is it, could, is it too good to be true? 
Well, I can assure you it's not. I have personally witnessed the passion and dedication of the team at Soup. They care about their authors and readers and go above and beyond to make dreams come true. If you're an aspiring author, Soup could be your launching pad to success. If you're an avid reader, Soup will introduce you to captivating stories that will transport you to new worlds. So, my dear listeners, I encourage you to explore something or other publishing and experience their author-driven publishing model. In less than a minute, we will talk about the fluidity of culture. And if you can, begin to imagine what the nature of culture is. How does it exist? Is it pure information? At some level, per the Landauer limit, pure information produces heat. Now, I'm not going to tell you where to go, because that would be simply rude. But what I am going to do is inspire you to search for yourself. What does the Google Oracle tell you? If Google isn't your oracle of choice, perhaps use the artificial intelligence of a different a priori algorithm. One thing I've recently discovered as a user of ChatGPT is that the Google search engine must be losing market share, eyeballs, or whatever metric the company is committed to doing good, which apparently is Google, and experiencing with the emergence of OpenEyes chatbot. I type the questions, commands, and prompts into these oracles, and what is returned doesn't raise any alarm bells in my mind. They remind me of Jevons' paradox, that creators like me have the opportunity to leverage this technology to dramatically improve and increase the amount of creative output that we can produce. This may sound like a naive response to the artificial intelligence scare, but I believe the world isn't as evil as we think. My book, Will Freeman, is about artificial intelligence. And I'll feature this book in an upcoming episode. So I recommend that you do come back. of culture by its very nature. Culture is an ever-changing entity, evolving and adapting to the vicissitudes of time, attempting to encapsulate and define culture within the rigid confines of objectivity is akin to capturing a hummingbird's flight with a butterfly net. Cultural journalism must recognize this fluidity and be prepared to navigate the tumultuous currents of human creativity, embracing the subjectivity necessary to understand and interpret cultural phenomena. Cultural journalism finds its true power within this delicate balance of objectivity and subjectivity. Planksip recognizes the transformative potential of combining art and technology, creating a platform that celebrates their synergy. Joining Planksip means becoming a part of a vibrant community that thrives on intellectual discourse, creative collaboration, and idea exploration. Whether you're a writer or an artist or simply passionate about culture, Planksip offers membership plans tailored to your needs. 
Linksip offers three membership plans tailored to different needs and aspirations. The first one is free. The free plan is where you sign up for the newsletter to access curated content, thought-provoking articles, and updates on art and technology. Connect with contributors and engage in meaningful discussions. The 50-50 plan gives you all the abilities of the free plan, except for you also get to enjoy all the benefits of the literary analysis tools, journalist training, and the co-creator club for collaboration and product support. Showcase your work through the podcast promotions and benefit from PlankSip's sponsorship model, the ideal partnership plan. This is where you unlock your creative potential with personalized content creation and guidance from yours truly. Choose from three pathways, participate in the Writers' Cooperative Competition, host a video podcast series, or utilize the publishing services. Gain official contributor status, publication opportunities, advanced literary analysis tools, and free content creation services. Join PlankSip to explore the fusion of art and technology, share ideas, and nurture your creative pursuits. Embark on a journey of artistic discovery, intellectual growth, and creative collaboration in an ever-evolving landscape of art and technology. I hope I haven't abandoned any listeners with that plank sit plug. Still, I genuinely believe that we have a unique and powerful media model. It will be people like you who have a contribution to make that will shape the future of collaborative dialogue. Before we reflect on the fallacy of objectivity, I want to tell you about objective ontologies. Ontologies are modes of existence that define an entity. In computer science, an ontology functions like a repository to replicate a complete computer program instance. As we all know, humans are more than the sum of their parts. Or are we? You could answer that at the aggregate level or examine this phenomenon individually using the antidote, felt, experiences, or personal knowledge claims that come to mind. Modifying ontologies into a limited plurality means embracing multiple states of consciousness and adapting to the most appropriate given the environment or the circumstances we find ourselves in. The only caveat is that your idea of the good will protect you from chaos. fallacy of objectivity. To fully comprehend the limitations of objectivity in cultural journalism, we must turn to history. The annals of journalism are littered with the failures and missteps of those who claim to be objective observers of culture. For example, Walter Durante, a renowned journalist of his time, shamefully whitewashed the atrocities of Stalinist Russia, denying the Ukrainian famine that claimed millions of lives. This example is a stark reminder that pursuing objectivity can lead to the distortion an erasure of important cultural narratives. Cultural journalism must learn from these mistakes and acknowledge the inherent subjectivity in its craft. I want to take a moment to share a remarkable book I recently came across. 
People of the Sign by Wade Franson. This captivating novel combines elements of divorce, kidnapping, ancient prophecies, and even the collapse of the Soviet Union, all while drawing unexpected connections to the timeless music of the Beatles. Prepare to embark on a journey where truth surpasses the boundaries of imagination. Franson's ability to seamlessly weave together these desperate elements is nothing short of extraordinary. As you delve into the people of the sign, you will immerse yourself in a narrative that constantly surprises and enthralls. The author's masterful storytelling transports you through a web of interwoven threads, illuminating the depths of human experience and the incredible synchronicities that can shape our lives. The exploration of divorce and kidnapping provides a poignant backdrop for the larger narrative, allowing Franson to delve into human relationships, complexities, and their profound impact on our lives. Furthermore, incorporating ancient prophecies adds an element of mystery and intrigue, taking the reader on a thought-provoking journey through time. What truly sets people of the sign apart is the author's ability to connect these seemingly desperate elements to the Beatles' music. Franson skillfully demonstrates that truth is stranger than fiction as he uncovers unexpected intersections between historical events and the timeless melodies that have captured the hearts of millions. In this age of cookie-cutter narratives, People of the Sign is a unique and compelling work that will keep you turning pages eager to uncover the next revelation. Franson's profound insights into the human condition and ability to seamlessly blend fact and fiction make this a captivating read. So, if you're searching for a thought-provoking and captivating novel that explores the intricate tapestry of human existence, I highly recommend People of the Sign by Wade Franson. Prepare to be enthralled, surprised, and deeply moved by this extraordinary work of fiction. Happy reading! Ladies and gentlemen, if you find yourself standing at the crossroads, pondering the path to embark on as a cultural journalist, let me offer you a guiding light. In this vast realm of exploration and expression, where do we begin? How do we navigate our cultural tapestries, intricate stories, traditions, and artistic endeavors? Well, my friends, the answer lies in the journey that involves journaling, investigating, and wholeheartedly participating in the legacies that surround us. First and foremost, let's talk about journaling. The art of putting pen to paper, or rather fingers to keyboard, allows us to delve into our thoughts, reflections, and observations. Through this process of introspection, we begin to unravel the intricacies of our perspectives, biases, and aspirations. So grab a notebook or open a new document on your computer and pour your thoughts onto those blank pages. Capture the essence of the word around you, the moments that stir your curiosity, and the nuances that awaken your senses. Journaling helps us shape our understanding of culture and serves as a foundation upon which our journalistic endeavors can be built. But dear friends, journaling alone is not enough. As cultural journalists, we must embrace the art of investigation. 
we must become seekers of truth, unearthing stories, unraveling historical trends, and shedding light on hidden narratives. Seek out those individuals whose lives and experiences resonate with the world you wish to explore. Engage in conversations and challenge your preconceived notions and broaden your horizons. Dig deep into archives, libraries, and digital repositories to uncover forgotten tales awaiting to be retold. The heart of cultural journalism lies in shedding light on the forgotten and the marginalized, amplifying their voices to create a more inclusive and vibrant cultural landscape. While journaling and investigating the groundwork for our journey, we must resist the temptation of perpetuating our legacy. As cultural journalists, we must celebrate and understand the diverse legacies that have shaped our societies. It's not about promoting ourselves or imposing our narratives upon the world. Instead, it's about becoming conduits for the voices and stories overlooked or silenced. Participating in something cultural near and dear to our heart allows us to forge connections, build trust, and gain insights beyond our individual experiences. So, attend a festival, immerse yourself in a local tradition, explore art galleries, venture into the heart of communities, open your minds, absorb the spirit of the moment, and allow your cultural tapestry to unfold before your eyes. Dear friends, cultural journalism is a calling, a noble pursuit that requires empathy and an unwavering commitment to truth. If you're looking for a place to start, begin by journaling, investigating, and participating in the legacies that surround you. Step outside the confines of your perspectives and embrace the diversity of stories waiting to be told. Together, let's embark on an exhilarating journey, weaving narratives that celebrate our shared humanity and bring us closer to the heart of culture. the cultural journalist, cultural journalists, are not merely scribes chronicling the cultural landscape. They actively shape the discourse and narratives surrounding cultural phenomena through the lens of subjectivity. Cultural journalists can infuse their work with meaning, contextualize events, and foster critical thinking with subjectivity. Far from being a detriment, is a powerful tool for engaging readers and igniting a dialogue that transcends the pages of a publication armed with erudition and incisiveness. A cultural journalist is responsible for challenging societal norms and provoking intellectual rigor. Are you ready for an extraordinary journey? Get on board and embark on a thrilling adventure with Ties That Bind, circumnavigating the Northern Hemisphere by train. Available for pre-order now, this captivating book will take you on an unforgettable ride across the globe. Join two brothers and their father as they explore the world one train trip at a time. Over a dozen years, they traveled through 13 countries, covering an entire Northern Hemisphere's landmass by train. Their incredible story is about to unfold before your eyes. Picture yourself in the heart of Russia as you journey from Moscow and finally reach the vibrant city of Beijing. Experience the grandeur of the Mongolian steppes or bustling streets of China and the magic of the Trans-Siberian Railway. Feel the thrill of traversing North America from the charming maritime beauty of Halifax to the 
bustling metropolis of Toronto and the iconic skyline of New York City. Then venture westward to the windy city, city of Chicago and the enchanting landscapes of San Francisco. Next, let your imagination soar as you dive into the mysterious realm of North Korea. To Beijing and back, witness the contrasting worlds of politics, culture, and history that will leave you spellbound. Finally, journey through the heart of Europe as you trace the path from Moscow to Minsk, Warsaw, Berlin, Paris, and London. Discover the diverse cultures, stunning architecture, and vibrant cities that define this captivating continent. Ties that bind circumnavigating the Northern Hemisphere by train offers a front row seat to these remarkable adventures. Feel the rhythm on the tracks beneath your feet, breathe in the essence of each unique destination, and experience the joy of travel through the eyes of these courageous explorers. And that's not all. When you pre-order your book today, you'll receive a complimentary digital download, allowing you to immerse yourself further in the incredible journeys, sights, sounds, and emotions. Take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Reserve your copy of Ties That Bind, Circumnavigating the Northern Hemisphere by Train. It's a literary adventure that will transport you to the world's far reaches without leaving your cozy reading nook. That book by Brent Antonson sounds like one heck of a journey. Circumnavigating the world by train? I can say that the only train that I've consistently taken is on the train of thought, free and open source. The superpower that we have is our ability to transfer the knowledge, understanding, and desire to explore the vast realms of our own imagination. Just like a train, our thoughts can take us on incredible journeys. Transversing through the landscapes of ideas, emotions, and perspectives. With every train of thought, we have the opportunity to embark on intellectual adventures, weaving through the intricate web of information, connecting dots, and expanding our understanding of the world. It's a remarkable power we possess, the ability to transfer knowledge from one mind to another, sparking conversations, inspiring change, and fostering collective growth. But much like any train ride, our train of thought can also encounter delays, diversions, or even derailments. Distractions, biases, preconceived notions can alter the course of our intellectual expedition. It takes curious effort and mindfulness to navigate these obstacles, ensuring that our train of thought stays on track, headed towards new horizons of wisdom. What makes this train of thought even more extraordinary is its open source nature. Unlike physical trains, which require tickets or specific routes, our mental locomotion operates in a realm where ideas flow freely. We can expect knowledge, learn from others, and build upon existing concepts to create new ones. Our collective train of thought fuels innovation, propels scientific breakthroughs, and fosters societal progress. It empowers us to challenge assumptions, question conventions, and imagine possibilities beyond our current realities. Through this open source exchange of ideas, we continue to push the boundaries of human potential. So while I may not have embarked on the physical journey worldwide like 
So while I may not have embarked on a physical journey worldwide by train like Brent Antonson, I'm grateful for the extraordinary journey my train of thought has taken me on. It's allowed me to explore realms far beyond the confines of time and space, embracing the beauties of knowledge, transfer, and the infinite potential of the human mind. paradigm of intellectual consumption to appreciate the transformative potential of cultural journalism, we must reimagine how we consume intellectual content, planks it. A philosophy media outlet that strives to redefine the consumption of knowledge serves as a fitting example. In an era dominated by sound bites and superficial engagement, Planksip offers a platform that demands intellectual rigor and critical thinking. By encouraging readers to engage critically with the ideas presented, Planksip exemplifies the power of cultural journalism to transcend the boundaries of passive consumption and ignite the fires of intellectual curiosity. Nacho God is more than a catchy title. It's a playful reminder that Socrates, while extraordinary, should not be a god worthy of your worship. As we journey deeper into the book, we'll delve into the philosophy concepts Plato vis-a-vis Socrates explored, his impact on disciples, and the enduring legacy that resonates with us today. Unravel the intricate relationships between Socrates, the gadfly, and the immortal idea that continues to shape our understanding of truth, beauty, and the pursuit of knowledge. In each chapter, I will guide you through the philosophical landscape of ancient Greece, painting a vivid portrait of Socratic inquiry and its profound influence. Pre-order your copy of Socrates, Nacho God, today and embark on a journey through the ancient wisdom where Socrates reigns as the gadfly of intellect. Challenge your perceptions, explore your profound ideas, and discover the legacy of a remarkable philosopher who forever reshaped the world of philosophy. Socrates, Nacho God, is a must-read for any seeker of truth, now available on Planksip.org. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, or Samsung, I need you to head over to the Planksip YouTube channel. Go to the last minute of the video and watch the section about Descript, a powerful new video editing tool. I'm offering a year's full membership on the Descript Pro plan. That's a $288 gift for anyone that signs up for the Planksip one-year subscription. If you're already watching this on YouTube and you haven't already signed up, what are you waiting for? No money, tight budget? At the very least, could you smash that like button, follow our channel, and tune in next week at the same time? We're going live every given Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time.